You know, a couple of weeks ago, Pope Francis uh, held an extraordinary Urbi et Orbi blessing in a nearly empty St. Peter's Square. And he reflected on a passage from the Gospel of Mark where uh, Jesus and the disciples are in a boat, middle of the Sea of Galilee, middle of the night, when a sudden turbulent storm comes upon them, and this storm terrifies the disciples. And, and our Holy Father was comparing our current predicament with this coronavirus pandemic to that of the, uh, the disciples in this gospel passage, caught off guard by an unexpected, turbulent, and frightening storm. And it's a very appropriate comparison. The coronavirus uh, pandemic was to most of us something wholly unexpected, and it has been nothing if not turbulent and frightening as it's swept through the world. I, I read that uh, on Good Friday, in the United States alone, 2,074 souls perished from COVID-19. We could go through the statistics if we want. They're certainly somewhat frightening, or very frightening, I should say. But today is not a day to be frightened. Today, we do not need to be afraid. Why? Because today, Jesus Christ is truly risen from the grave. Alleluia, alleluia. He has triumphed victoriously over the grave. Death and life fought bitterly in this combat stupendous. The prince of life who died reigns immortal. As St. Augustine once wrote, Resurrectio Domini Spes Nostra. The resurrection of the Lord is our hope. Jesus rose so that we, though we are destined to die, we don't need to worry. We don't need to despair because life doesn't end with death. Because of Christ's resurrection, we have the hope of living and reigning with him eternally. You know, we live in a skeptical age, and there are many who will try to sow seeds of doubt in regard to the truth of the resurrection. But let me be unambiguous. The resurrection is not a theory. It is not a myth. It is not some dream, nor a mystical vision of the apostles. And it is certainly not some made-up fairy tale we tell to make people feel better. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is a historical reality, a historical truth, a historical fact. Jesus of Nazareth was very publicly executed on the cross, taken down from the cross, buried in a tomb. The stone was rolled over the entrance to the tomb, and he was there for three days. And then he did something wholly new in all of human history. He rose from the grave. And it wasn't just a resuscitation of a corpse. No, I mean, he was, he rose bodily, but he was transformed, glorified. That's what happened on the resurrection, at the resurrection. But, you know, let's, let's talk about this empty tomb. The empty tomb gives us some evidence, right? The tomb was guarded by Roman soldiers, at least four men, possibly more, highly trained, experts in combat, not easily frightened off by, say, a band of fishermen and the tax collectors who, as the Pharisees later claimed, stole the body. Moreover, had these soldiers fallen asleep or left their post, they would have violated the law and been executed. But even, even that is not what I find most interesting about the fact that guards were posted at the tomb, right? Uh, this has got to be the first time in history the guards were placed at a tomb to keep the dead man in the tomb, something that in this case was wholly impossible. You know, it shows that the foes of Christ knew he had prophesied about rising 
from the grave and were afraid he would do it. Moreover, there were witnesses to the resurrection that Christ was, uh, had risen from the grave bodily, right, in this glorified body. Right? Mary Magdalene and other women encountered him. On the way to Emmaus, the two disciples recognized him, but only in the breaking of the bread. And once they recognized him, he vanished from their midst. You know, Thomas, the St. Thomas the Apostle says, I will not believe unless I can put my finger in the nail marks in his side. And then the resurrected Christ appears to him and says, put your hands in uh, my wounds and do not be unbelieving, but believe. St. Paul says that the risen Christ appeared to Peter and then to the rest of the apostles. And then the risen Christ appeared to 500 brothers at once, most of whom were still alive when at the time of Paul's writing the first letter of the Corinthians. You know, why does he say that? So people at that time could verify, could check with that large number of people to see, did this really happen? What did you see? We can't really do that in 2020, but people certainly could at the time of St. Paul. Uh, and I imagine many did to investigate what he was saying. Easter is true, and because Easter is true, the resurrection of Christ is a historical reality. It is our great hope. You know, the ancient uh, church had an uh, interesting symbol for the virtue of hope. Uh, it was an anchor. You know, it, it was such an ancient symbol that it, it, it's actually been found etched inside some of the catacombs. Why an anchor? Well, when a ship is at sea and is facing turbulent waters, sailors will cast an anchor to the bottom, fixing the boat onto something firm and unmoving so that they aren't tossed about by the stormy waves. Today, we must anchor our souls in the truth of Jesus Christ's resurrection from the dead. If we do that, our soul will find a safe harbor in the midst of these unexpected times, these this turbulent and violent storm that is this pandemic. You know, our world, our world does feel like a violent storm. That was a very apt comparison by our Holy Father. Um, and, and he offered some, he also offered a compelling analysis of why we find this storm, this pandemic, so frightening. Here's what Pope Francis said. In this world, we have gone ahead at breakneck speed, feeling powerful and able to do anything. Greedy for profit, we let ourselves get caught up in things and lured away by haste. We did not stop at your reproach to us. We were not shaken away by wars or injustice across the world. Nor did we listen to the cry of the poor or our ailing planet. We carried on regardless, thinking we would stay healthy in a world that was sick. You know, uh, there's a lot to talk about in this statement, but but one that sticks out to me is this, this modern uh, belief that we are unbound, that with our scientific expertise, our technological capabilities, and, and our wealth, we can solve any problem, conquer any difficulty, we can reshape and redefine any reality according to our whims and desires. Now, let me be clear, I'm not saying science, technology, wealth are, are bad, um, they're not. I mean, I mean, obviously, very good things. For instance, has come out of science and technology, and um, and and good can be done with wealth, right? No, the problem is when our expertise, our technology, or our wealth distracts us, gives us a false sense of security, a false bravado, 
this 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 false sense of security that we are the masters rather than the stewards of creation. Because if we think we are unbound, if we think we can reshape and redefine reality according to our whims and our desires, we're deceiving ourselves. It's an illusion. And when this pandemic hit, it laid bare for us all that that for all our technological advancement, for all our 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 scientific know-how and our material prosperity, the world still cannot offer a cure for what our society fears the most, suffering and death. The world can distract us from suffering and death. It can medicate us from the fear of suffering and death. But a crisis like this pandemic lays bare the problem of human suffering and human death. It's a reality that we don't have a pill or gadget or app to fix. And frankly, we never will. There isn't a pill, a gadget, or an app that can fix the problem of human suffering and human death. But Jesus Christ has truly risen from the grave. He has conquered death and redeemed suffering. And here is what he offers to us. In John's gospel, Jesus said to Martha at the tomb of Lazarus, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live even though he dies. Because Christ is risen, because the resurrection is true and not some myth, we need not be tossed about by the waves of the turbulent and violent storm that is this deadly pandemic. Christ's resurrection assures us that death will not have the last word, that life will be victorious in the end, and that even though our mortal life will one day come to an end, if we unite ourselves in prayer and the sacraments to Jesus Christ, then we too will share in his victory, in his glory, we too shall come to experience eternal life, an eternal life where there is no suffering or pain, where suffering is gone and no more. So, on this Easter Sunday, let us anchor our soul in the hope of Christ's resurrection, the firm and certain hope of Christ's resurrection. And in the face of these stormy times, let us be quick to ponder those words of St. Augustine, Resurrectio Domi Spes Nostra, the resurrection of Christ is our hope.